Today on Karina and Kirsten Get to Work, we're just saying Happy New Year, friends. Happy stinking New Year. Happy mother flipping New Year. <laughs> Welcome to Karina and Kirsten Get to Work. I'm Kirsten Barron. And I'm Karina Hoyer. Comma, she with the husky, dusky. Oh, yeah. I'm Karina Hoyer. S-E-X-Y And I just started smoking a pack a day. You can hear it in my voice. I was going to say she got a new job on like 1-800-blah-blah-blah, but I thought, well, that's terrible. I can't I say we've that. we've used that one before. And by the way, it'd be 1-900. At least I'd charge for that Is shit. It, oh, you're right. 1-900. Yeah, not Sorry. Is that a volunteer? <laughs> doing that for free my god anyway why are we here kirsten we're here because we're saying happy new Mm -hmm. year listeners Mm -hmm. we're so hopeful and excited about this new year and ease meaning and joy for ourselves and for you yes we are we wanted to do this little check-in about the new year a little foretaste of the fruit to come about the next episode. Which is kind of one of our annual traditions. In fact, we should have gone back and listened to all of our New Year's episodes because I think there's it is some pretty good stuff back like there. This. There's some good stuff in the in the in the not pipeline. Well maybe in the back. <laughs> in the in the pipe. In the pipe. In the vault, Karina. In the vault. In the vault. There's oh. good stuff in the vault. Speaking of vault, listener, you are going to pee your pants when you listen (laughs) to the end of this show because Stacy our sound engineer from talking to crows look them up they're amazing she put together our annual what she calls our stinger reel and and we think of it as a blooper reel which is like what we dorked out on yeah so every time we're gonna record an episode we turn the mics on and then we talk to each other for a second and you know sound check and we make sure okay a lot of times take a couple of sips of whatever it is maybe make a joke or two and Stacy gets to hear all of that because it just shows up. In and the sometimes raw audio. we even talk to Stacy while we're doing it. And she clips well the pieces that she the, the the bits that she finds most amusing and strings them together in this quite fantastic stinger reel at the end of this show. I think she she's she's done that for us a couple of years in mm-hmm. a row. Anyway, it's flipping hilarious. We want you to start the new year with the big. <laughs> Hearty, stinking, <laughs> gut busting, little weepy tears laugh. It's funny, and it sounds like it's one entire sentence. Like she cuts it together so well, you would think we were just babbling straight for two minutes. But no, it's it's just a years bits. it's a year's worth of babble strung together. It's a year's bit of bits. Yeah, but here we are now. So so she looks back and she strings together. A reflection of all of our bits. <laughs> and that's what we're doing on this show. That's what I used to tell my kids when they were taking baths. I was like, pits and bits, pits and bits. I know. <laughs> oh my God, we're so great. We're so hilarious. Yes, I know. That's what I was to say. Anyway, I was going to go down that road, but I'm just going to stop myself. But we are. We're looking back and we're mm-hmm. looking forward. Mm-hmm. And you found a really interesting thing about looking back and looking forward. Yeah, you didn't think it was interesting. Uh, there's one part of it that's super interesting. <laughs> I plunked this little fact, this little historical fact in the show notes. And I said, don't you think that was cool? And Kirsten's response to me was, no. Well, it's this thing about when January 1st happened, like 45 BC or whatever it is. And I was like, yeah, ma, you know. Well, yeah, I was Jesus, curious. You know? I was curious about why January 1st and why the new year. And, and it's all wrapped up in some Julius Caesar 
calendar, the Gre- Gregorian calendar, which is introduced in 1582, yada, yada, yada. But what I thought was interesting. And this is what I thought was interesting, okay, too. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I really did. Thank you for yeah, yeah. that. Um, is that January, the month of January is named for Janus, the ancient Roman god who is often depicted as having two faces, one looking forward and one looking back. And he was the god of beginnings and endings, doors and gates, passageways and transitions. That is fascinating. So here we are in the month of January. Yeah. The god Janus, Mm -hmm. who's like at the threshold. Yes. Right? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I actually did. chills, actually. Oh, well, see, there you go. I surprised you after all. I I did actually look at the symbolic sort of meaning of doors and gates and Mm -hmm. passageways, and that's a whole nother episode. But it really is sort of, there's a lot of representation of, you know, old and new, backwards and forwards. And obviously the two-headed or the two-faced God represents that as well. So in looking back, in the spirit of Janus, Mm -hmm. and looking forward, and looking forward, Mm It's interesting to reflect on our goals. What were your 2023 goals? goals? And were we even calling them goals last year or were we calling them intentions? I remember we had a quite a debate about that. Yeah, I, we did have quite a debate about that. I have what I consider to be goals. And then I, I always kind of like, you know, pick a word. You know, yeah. I have sometimes pick, not every year, but mostly I pick some kind of a word. So yeah, last year I did have goals. And I love it that I, I, I sometimes I looked at my goals for last year and the progress that I'd made on them. And, you know, I had two goals that I'll talk about. One was travel Mm -hmm. and one was savings, like creating more savings and putting aside more money and paying down debt. And, um, I realized when I was looking back at my kind of year of, you know, weekly reflections on my goals, which I cannot believe your discipline is really no. I love it. It makes me feel yeah. really good. It makes me feel. I mean, it is not discipline. It just feels really good to sit down and look at what the what what is going on in my life and, and to write it and down. to write it down so that it is it is for me. Easy. I'm a fast thinker. I think. Mm-hmm. I think. I think I'm a fast thinker. I'm going to say you are. I'm a fast thinker, and so a processor too. So I felt like. When I was writing, I feel like when I write, I slow down Mm -hmm. and I really am like, "Ooh, that's whatever. But so here's my takeaway after looking at last year. I absolutely you can say I set myself up for failure. Mm. You can say I created an environment in which I was not likely to be or I was less likely to be successful. Or you could say I created a challenge for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Who decides they're going to save more money and pay down debt and travel the freaking world? Yeah. Because that is not an inexpensive proposition traveling the world yeah and and you certainly did i did like the year of travel Mm -hmm. you did too you both had this weird year of travel yes but i think that's what's interesting is that you looked what did you come to this realization only just recently or were you sort of trying to figure out how to walk that tightrope all year long i think i was trying to figure out how to walk that tightrope all year long with the expectation that i could do it Mm mm-hmm Right. So I had these high, this optimism, these high expectations of what I think I can do. And I, the good news is I don't make myself feel bad. Yeah. Like I'm not like, oh, I'm not doing this. Blah, blah, blah. I don't do that to myself. But I did look back and say, huh, you might have been able to set yourself up for success <laughs> better, KB. Yeah. I did come away with that. But I think that's a great lesson for me in so many places in my life. How do I better set myself up for success? 
Yeah, and also, I'm curious, when you're reflecting weekly, did you do one more than the other? Did you Were you able to travel as much as you wanted and save as much I, as you wanted? No, I absolutely traveled as much as I wanted. I absolutely mm. met that goal. There's no question. This was kind of a, a big year for my husband, Steve, and I, and we did that, and it was super fun. And no, I did not meet my financial goals. Yeah. But I'm also kind of like, okay, fine, right. right? In retrospect, and I because I had them, I probably did better than I would have done had I not had them. Yeah. Well, wh- yeah. What's that statistic? If you if you write a goal down, you're like forty percent more likely to achieve it. So you or probably to get, did get some get some of get it. Something. But also the thing that you said there, which has been a recurring theme for you, which is this optimism and how optimism mm-hmm. is a lovely quality for so many reasons. And it also sets you up sometimes. It can be sabotaging. Yeah. I think it's very, and it's what's interesting is we'll talk about this in our next episode and we'll foreshadow that, but that hope versus optimism is Mm -hmm. one of the key things in our next episode. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is about just sort of this quest for becoming happier. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So what about you? Well, so I just want to restate though. So what you learned, Mm -hmm. what you learned Mm -hmm. in last year was what? Can you say that succinctly for me? Yeah, I don't always do the best at setting myself up for success. Like I can do better. Let me let me, let me flip that around. I can do better at setting myself up for success. Okay. Yeah. I had a completely different sort sort of set of learnings. Mine was more around self. Just well, you had yeah. That was some self awareness for you, I guess. So I guess I some I discovery. Had some, yeah, some discovery. Uh-huh. So I had a similar goal in that. Uh, although it was very clear, I ha- I was trying to travel so much that I got sick of it. I mean, that was truly it, right? Like we all know the feeling when you're on vacation and you're ready to go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be like, I wanted to look forward to my next trip or vacation with a little bit of like, uh, I don't know. Really? really? Not again. I don't really know if I want to go or not. And I'm gloriously self-employed, so I can do a lot of things remotely and or just block time off on my calendar and not go. My husband can't do that, and neither can my kids. They're both in university. And so uh, my kids are, and my husband has a job that he doesn't have as much spare time. So I also had to travel alone or with friends a lot. And I did I didn't oh I didn't travel the world. In fact, I think Hawaii was the farthest I traveled away from home. Mm-hmm. Like a six hour flight. And it, a lot of my travel was to stay with friends. Mm-hmm. I went and saw you, mm-hmm. I went to other friends, um, you know, and, and did some short trips as well. But I learned so much about A, traveling alone. And had some travel with my family that I could compare it to, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And how my rhythm, how like how to honor my rhythms when I'm traveling and what I liked and don't like. Because traveling is full of the unexpected. It is. Right. Which is not, I mean, you're a prep, you're a preparer, right? You're always ready for the unexpected. Yeah. So tell me about how. How did that play out this year? When you've always got your 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 mind is you got you have your plan in your mind, you're prepared, you have your snacks in your backpack and your water bottle. What happened when things change? Because they do when you travel, right? And I've always been pretty good. We're, we're really capable. Capable. In fact, my sister says if she had half the experiences on vacations that my family does, she would never leave the house <laughs> because there's always some Something. unexpected. I know. I'm totally 
am totally fine with that. I, but I did learn about things and I, but I, and I will answer your question here in just a second, but I want to say the coolest part about traveling alone that I didn't realize or traveling to meet friends. I never really went by myself was when my friends wanted to go do something over here. I just went and did my thing. And so I found myself in these really unique places on a bike all by myself riding or shopping by myself Mm -hmm. or running to the grocery store or stopping at a consignment store or going on a hike or a walk or a swim. I even, you know, biked to a beach and went for a swim for the day by myself or for the afternoon. It was like, well, shit, that was interesting. I really liked it. Yeah, I really like being by myself, too. I really like it. Yeah, I do, too. I like doing stuff. I, I, It feels so like... Look at you doing what you want. Mm-hmm. Look at you deciding if you're going to, you know, go into this consignment store or you're going to like get a coffee or maybe you're going to go to the store. Maybe you're just going to do whatever the what, what you want. Yeah. Or sleep in or go to bed early or whatever. And what was interesting, too, was that half the battle is figuring out what do I want? And I yeah. had this kind of realization when I quit my job, too, when I was looking around going, Jesus, I hope that lawn grows fast so I have something to do today. You know, to mow. Yeah. But the other thing, I know I'm taking a lot of time to get to this, but the other thing, I think the lack of my desire to want to plan and prepare, I'm able to put that down when I travel, I think pretty successfully. But at home, that's harder for me. And I think it's because I'm surrounded by so many people. We share a space and they rely on me for that, like really quick and easy organization skills and kind of leadership and command of the family. Mm hmm. And I use that as a positive term. Um, and what I realized when I was gone was my family, my my kids, my husband really are highly capable. They're okay when you're gone. They're Nobody fine. falls apart. It used to be when I would leave, I would do an extra trip to the grocery store. I'd have the house clean. Like I would prepare everything for them so it would be seamless when I was gone. And I got so good and they got so good at me being gone that I just left. I would leave. I got to the point where I would just leave an, a, a kitchen empty, v- empty of so food. So like you did not prep the world for them before you I left. I did not prep the yeah. world for them before I left. And because I, they can do it. They can do it. And this is the thing about work that I, it, that, you know, I did the equivalent of checking all the emails and, you know, like, I, I learned to step away and truly step away and be fine with like, my family doing their thing while I was gone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such an easy thing. That's such a hard thing for us to do from our jobs. And that's going to be one of the things I'm going to try to do more of next year. And that just came to me now that we were talking this through. So thank you for letting me think about that a little bit. Yeah, no. And did you ever get, did you ever really get sick of traveling? Mm -mm. I see. Yeah. I think I'd have a hard time getting sick of traveling. I love traveling. And I had a couple of times where I was like gone for a quick weekend. And then two weeks later I was gone for another weekend and, interesting and kudos to my family too my husband never once rolled his eyes or said really you're leaving again that's he so always great. says really you're gonna have so much fun that's really sweet yeah he's a that's freaking really saint. sweet he's a saint so let's think about next year then is that is that where you want to go so you know i i am i'm like the god janice looking back Ooh, looking nice. forward yeah i am and i feel like i have a friend who whenever she goes through any door any doorway she sets her intention. Good. In her car. Wow. Into her house. Good for her. Into her office. Into her conference room. Wherever she goes, she sets her intention. She uses doorways to set her intention, which I just think is like an amazing, like what a great kind of metaphor to use to bring awareness. Yeah. Right. So 
I think for, as I said, I think next year, I mean, I've talked about this a little bit. I want to continue to hone my ability and get better at doing the things that I have been working on. I really, really, really am um, committed to improving what is my, you know, my metacognition, my lack of reactive or trying to not be reactive. I love the feeling when I don't react. Like I can, I I feel the reaction and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Why are we doing that? That's not working. We're Mm -hmm. not doing that. Mm -hmm. Step back. Let's, let's redo that. So I'm, I really want to focus on that. And I want to focus on the things that I've, you know, really, really love doing, like being out in nature and getting a lot of exercise and being with friends, like really having great relationships with friends. I have a fabulous family. So I really think I'm going to just focus on my, like my physical experience in the world, which I love, mm-hmm. and my relationships, which mm-hmm. I love, and um, not being reactive because mm-hmm. it feels so good and it preserves so much energy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get really clear about this because in our next episode, we're going to dig deeper into this kind of thing and I'll be much more clear about what I'm doing yeah. when we get there. And why? I think um, our next episode, just f- for folks... Um, out there is really based on a um, podcast series, uh, two, three episodes of Oprah's Super, Super Soul Sunday, mm-hmm. where she's talking. I'm going to let you in. Who's she talking to? Arthur? She's talking to Arthur Seabrooks, who is her co-author of this book, Building Building a Better Life. Yeah. Like the key to happierness. Yeah. And it's a really nice frame for looking at the new year. And you read the book. I read the book. I listened to the podcast. It's a great, great frame. And we're going to talk about it in two weeks. Yeah. And when we talk about it, I'm going to be looking at what do I want for my life in the next year in the context of this kind of series of ideas and thoughts. And it's really based in science. Arthur Seabrooks is a professor at the Harvard School of Business, Kennedy School of Business at Harvard. And it's really science-based. Yeah. Like after every paragraph is a little footnote to some study, which of course is great, right? Sure. It's just fun, right? It's just fun to know that it's not, it's science. It's not like just somebody's opinion. Yeah. And I think we're going to. Which is some great too. Opinions are great too. Opinions are good too. But I think when we're talking about this, looking for defining what precisely we want and why and framing it in the way that they have done, um, all towards this quest of becoming happier, Mm -hmm. not getting to some end goal of happy, which is unattainable Mm -hmm. and frankly not possible without the presence of sadness or Mm -hmm. despair or fear or whatever, but really looking at like what, what do we want and why and how do we get it, um, at, you know, all towards achieving this, this goal of happier, um, which I think is, is I'm really looking forward to that conversation too. Can I says backtrack one minute when you said your friend goes through it, when she sets her intentions mm, at goes every through door. the doors, you know, cause I did just look into the sim- symbolism of doors. I a know minute that's ago. what made me think of it when I was reading the thing about yeah. it's thresholds, right? That's why I was like, Oh dag. And there's something that happens in our brains when we cross the threshold mm-hmm. and I can't remember what it is, but I also want to look that up before our next episode. Um, because it really does, it, your brain f- does a flip. It flips a switch where where you are ending something and beginning something else when you're physically walking through a door. And I think that's such a great metaphor for this January, for this you know exploration mm-hmm. of where we've been, where we want to go, 
And I really like setting intentions as you leave. Uh, oh, yeah. As you, as you exit one situation mm-hmm. and enter and another. And go another. Metaphorically and physically, it uh-huh. turns out. Um, okay, so what, what do you, what's, what's, in your, what's on your mind for the next year? Did I not say that? No. I'm, I think I'm going to continue to, to travel as much as I possibly can and try to apply a different lens or a different mm. kind of learning to that. I also want to include my husband a little bit more. I did get a little bit lonely. That was the other thing. I missed him a lot nice. more than I thought. It, Very it was nice. really fun to miss Mike. Yes. We've been together for 30 years. You know, yes, it's, I, that's such a sweet thing to miss to miss somebody. It was really fun yeah. to miss him. Yeah, um, but I do want to think about how to apply that they'll be fine without me attitude mm-hmm. to, to work. other parts of my life, including work. Yeah. They're going to be fine without me. It's, I really do want to apply that kind of my um, maybe the whole phrase is better setting myself up for success. Yeah, right at work too. Like I want to my kind of awareness, the present moment, the oh. not being reactive. That to me is like work is a great place for that. And your and your the honesty with yourself mm-hmm. about what is truly possible. Yeah. I also do want to continue my journey of aging well. Um I want to I want to I know that I'm right but now. But hasn't that I mean my observation of you has been that that has just been a core value for you for a long time. It is, but I'm I've been focusing on physical and financial well-being mm-hmm. into my old age. And I think I, I have to keep that in the forefront mm-hmm. because it's so important. It's just so important. And, and, um, and we, it's not a one, that's not a one and done. Oh my gosh. No. It's like people, th- it's like, it's like, Oh, I'm going to be on a diet for a month and I'm going to fix all my weight problems. Mm, probably yeah. not. Perhaps yeah. not. Yeah. 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 So I, I am really looking forward to 2024. I mean, Mike, you know, I mean, I can't, I can't even believe 2024. I mean, freaking kidding me. It's so, it's, it's really, I mean, I, I, I am super hopeful about the new year. Mm-hmm. I am. I am very hopeful. And when I think about all the work that you and I have done, that we've done on this podcast, mm-hmm. when I talk to listeners about the work that they're doing in their lives, you know, I think to myself, okay, we have so many of the tools to build these great and amazing lives. Yeah. So I'm feeling like 2024, I'm up for ease, meaning, and joy at work, at home, with my friends, you know? Yeah, in your community. In my community the whole bit. Because I do think, like, I'm I'm hopeful that I and those around me have the skills and the talents and the intentions to do it. Yeah. For our sweet, precious lives. I absolutely believe we do. Mm-hmm. Um Cheers to that. And cheers to Happy New Year. And uh, we hope you get a big party laugh out of the Stacy's Stinger Reel. I know. Just don't have anything in your mouth because you're going to spit it out. So I'll tell you a little story before we end on that note. It is possible to pass a half a peanut butter sandwich through your nose. Oh, God damn because my sister, I made her laugh when she had almost a whole half a peanut butter sandwich in oh her mouth. Oh, my God. And she was blowing peanut butter out of her nose for two weeks. So I leave you with that pleasant thought. Be careful when you listen to the blooper reel listeners. Don't be having a peanut butter sandwich in your mouth because you could pass it through your nose. And she said that it really, really hurt. We've lost Karina listeners. So with that note, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hello? Hello? Is this on? You're so on. Does this work? Does this shit work? Clickety clack. Ready? I am so ready. Today, oh wait. (laughs) 
you just had the sweetest look on your face. Oh, maybe I'm going to give you a big hug. Okay, is that enough rich sound? Is that rich enough? It feels rich to me. Okay. I feel like I have cheese and nuts in my teeth. Did you get some water? I'm going to do that right now. Okay. You got bloat fingers, what you got. Fuck. I feel great. I feel great, too. I feel 30 minutes from a Manhattan. Fuck, yeah. And maybe even some cheese. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> The silent laugh. The silent laugh. We're cracking ourselves up. <laughs> if I could just get my glasses With on a straight. a little play. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes we're so stupid. Sometimes, my God, we're the dorkiest. Dorka, 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 dorka. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye, folks. Why did I say that so weird? <laughs> Krina and Kirsten Get to Work is recorded and produced by yours truly, Krina Hoyer. And Kirsten Barron. Find all of our episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on our website, or email us at yougettowork at gmail.com. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. <laughs>